Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. If you're watching a stream, you can see BLG, but if you're not, I just want to take a second just to describe to you what my co-host is wearing today. He is decked out all Kelly green, got the Kelly green hoodie on. He's got the Kelly green Philadelphia Eagles hat with the old school Eagles logo on it. And I just can't help but wonder if maybe this sudden, you know, gust of Eagles pride is because they are coming off an absolutely unbelievable NFL draft. I'm sure you have them in your winner's column, BLG. I have two Eagles in my winner's column, but you could throw the whole organization in there. It was an incredible draft for your boys. Especially night one. I mean, I feel like the Eagles were one of the biggest stories of the first round of the 2022 NFL draft. Stats is right. I am wearing Kelly Green. Uh, it's the best color they have. They're bringing it back. Stats, not this season, next season for 2023. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a great look. Um, and shout out to our, our friends at Homage for the hoodie and everything. So, you know, a little uh, branding, a little uh, swag there, if you will. Um, but yeah, it was a really good draft for the Eagle Stats. They entered the first round, as we know, originally uh, this year with three first round picks. They make that trade with the Saints to pick up future uh, ammo, which I think you have to factor in, you know, for we're grading everything. Yep. But for the actual action, you know, they enter the night with two picks. Like, all right, who are they going to take? Uh, it turns out that they trade up for Jordan Davis, who is exactly who I wanted them to take. So two years in a row. Uh, I like how that's working out for me in terms of I really wanted the Eagles to take Devontae Smith. And similar to Devontae Smith, I think there were a lot of people overthinking it with Jordan Davis. It's like, well, this guy can't rush the passer and this guy can't play. You can't do this and whatever. It's like you're not focusing on what he can do. You're kind of only looking at the things that he might not be able to do, and you're kind of making a big deal out of that. The, the simple way to boil it down stats is the Eagles got the best college football defender, as voted on by everyone, like the Chuck Bednarik Award, on the national championship team. Like <laughs> That is a pretty good thing to get in the middle of your defensive line there for a team that builds through the trenches. And then smack dab out of nowhere, you also have A.J. Brown. Like, like, how awesome is that? For a team that needed help badly at wide receiver, uh, starting Jalen Rager, uh, <laughs> Zach Paschal was in line to be have a, a role, a significant role this year. To get A.J. Brown after striking out on Robert Woods and Allen Robinson and Calvin Ridley and all of that, that's a huge deal. A.J. Brown is one of the best receivers in the NFL. And I think the volume numbers haven't been there because he's playing in a very run-heavy offense in Tennessee. But if you look at like metric, uh, I mean, efficiency metrics in terms of yards per route run, he's top of the league every single year. And put all the numbers aside for a second, A.J. Brown is a badass. He totally is. Like, just watch him play. He's a guy who's going to run through traffic. He's going to pick up tough yards after the catch. So just those two additions alone, um, just really like physically imposing. I think those are a, not only a better team, they're also like a more imposing, intimidating team. Plus, I love the Cam Jurgens pick, who's going to learn under Jason Kelsey. 
which is fantastic. I talked with Joe Staley, and he told me that he was working with Cam Jurgens before the draft, said he absolutely loved him. That was who I was hoping the Niners were going to get, mm. so I'm mad at you for that. Jordan Davis, you already mentioned, he can learn under Fletcher Cox. Like, it was perfect for the Eagles, and the winners I had on mine were specifically Jalen Hurts, of course, and Devontae Smith. I mean, if you're Jalen Hurts, right, if you said to him, look, Jalen, we don't know what we're going to do with you. We're not sure. We, we're not totally sure if you're the guy. Jalen Hurts would have said, look, just give me a chance, right? Just let me prove it to you. Give me some weapons, and I'll show you that I'm good enough. Well, here it is, man. You've got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. You already had a great running game. The Eagles were one of the best running teams in the league last year. It's all there for you. It is all shaping up. It is everything that you could hope for if you are Jalen Hurts. So he, to me, comes out as a massive winner. And then Devontae Smith, like, are we serious? He's talking about somebody that's coming off a franchise record for receiving yards. Going into year two, which is when players make a big jump. He's got a whole offseason without having to worry about draft prep. You know, it's, it's full board, just preparing for the season now. And then you tell him, guess what? You're going to face even less double teams than you had last year because we just got A.J. Brown, who's going to attract all the attention away from you. Like, he's in a perfect spot. He could have a monster season next year. I think for those two guys specifically, the draft could not have gone any better. Jalen Hurts is really good friends with AJ Brown, so that doesn't uh, hurt either. Seems like they have some kind of not, not. Seems like they do have a kind of relationship. We'll see how it works out chemistry-wise. It's not like they've really ever played together, but still, um, that's an extra bonus. It's all on Jalen Hurts now here in 2022 stats. Like, there's no there's no excuses. Like, I, the roster isn't perfect. Obviously, you don't have a perfect perfect roster in the NFL. The Eagles secondary is still vulnerable. But from like Jalen Hurts' perspective, like from an offense perspective, there's no good reason why like he can't succeed. Like like the tools are around there. The offensive line should be one of the best in the NFL. You have AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and Quez Watkins. I really like a lot as a number three, not as a number two so much or a number one, but as a number mm -hmm. three. They signed Zach Pascal, who I think is a great like number four complimentary piece in the offense. Like. So Dallas Goddard, like you have more than enough to work with here to be, you know, in a, in a really strong position to have one of the better offenses in the NFL to be a playoff team to to potentially win a playoff game. There's a lot of pressure. This is this is a put up or shut up year for Jalen Hurts, and I, I've said it before. I really think his camp is going to want a contract after this season because of the flirtations with quarterbacks in the past, and because the Eagles have ammo next year to do that more of that flirt with more quarterbacks. Like he really has to erase all doubt that he is the guy and he has the tools to do that. We'll see if he can. And that's the best part. And this obviously goes beyond Smith and uh, hurts for me, but like, let's say it doesn't work out and he's not the guy, whatever you're in position now to be able to make a play for a quarterback next year. You know, I know a certain co-host that brings a lot of Howie Roseman hate on this show, but I'll just say <laughs> that dude can be the GM of my team anytime. All right. I, I just feel like the thing I like about him is, like, first of all, don't make any draft pick trades with Howie Roseman because you will lose. Like, it, it, if he called me on the phone, I would just be terrified. Just hang up because you're going to get the, the short end of the stick. And I love that he is always looking and never afraid to take a big swing. I would much rather have that in a GM, even if you whiff a couple of times, than somebody that's just going to sit there and make their picks and be very. No, take big swings. And Howie does. Sure. And look, I, I think you have to 
contextualize the Howie Rosen conversation. The argument isn't that, well, he's actually doing good moves now, so therefore he was good all along. Because I see some of that, and I'm like, well, that's not the case. He clearly made a mess. Like, do we not remember the Eagles winning four games only in uh, 2020, like a couple years ago? And that was a lot of that was because of him. I think it was only natural to have skepticism that he could kind of steer things in the right direction after he made this giant mess. And to his credit, he has. But I would also add that Howie Roseman has been at his best throughout his time here in Philly when people have doubted him. Like when he has been extremely humbled, he has proved people wrong. Sure. But here's the other side of that coin. When people start to get back on the Howie bandwagon and <laughs> and he gets like, there's this like level of hubris that starts to form. He's been at his worst. So I think when everyone's praising him and getting on that, like I think it's deserved. I'm not going to argue, but I just, I get nervous that like he's going to get back onto back on top. And that kind of, for whatever reason, takes him out of this mindset, like that he has to prove everyone wrong. And then he thinks he knows everything and he's outsmarting himself. And I think what's been great about this Eagles draft class, and it was kind of a theme of last year too, is he didn't overthink it stats. He didn't take Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Like <laughs> he he went with the national championship players. Again, last year that was Devontae Smith and Landon Dickerson. This year there was Jordan Davis. And we didn't even mention arguably one of the biggest steals of the entire draft, Nicobe Dean at 83 overall. It's like you don't always have to overthink it. Sometimes you can just take the best players from the best teams in college football, and that might work out pretty well. Just because it's obvious doesn't necessarily make it the wrong move. Sometimes the low-hanging fruit is the sweetest. Congratulations to your Philadelphia Eagles, Biagio. you got to be over the moon, and I totally get it, and I would be the exact same way. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.